Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast. My name is Daryl Mathers, and I'm without my co-host today, Chris Bovey, as we continue the Protecting Minds series, looking at the participants of our uh, fall campaign uh, in partnership between Ontario Shores Center for Mental Health Sciences and the Ontario Shores uh, Foundation, as we look to raise funds and awareness for mental health programs. One of the great things about this year's program is we're meeting a lot of different people, uh, participants from across Ontario, some connected to Ontario Shores, some not, all have great uh, experiences or should say uh, inspiring stories with mental health. Uh, obviously, not uh, some of them not great uh, experiences generally, but they're in recovery. They've uh, gone through the other side. They're inspired to share their story. And uh, that's true with uh, our guest, uh, Desmond Rose. Desmond, uh, really nice to to meet you or see you virtually. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you are in Port Hope, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. So yep. What, I so, am. So that's that is an area that uh, Ontario Shores provides service, but um, not you know not necessarily a pillar of the community. Why or how did you? get connected uh, first to the campaign. Why, why join Ontario Shores in this effort uh, for advocacy? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Uh, I don't have any personal involvement with Ontario Shores, um, but I do uh, follow them on a couple of different social medias and I saw a call for volunteers for this year's advertising campaign. Uh, I think it was on LinkedIn. Uh, so I just clicked and thought, you know, uh, part of my story with mental health um, is being a little bit of a mental health advocate uh, and advocacy to reduce stigma around mental health is something that's very important to me. And uh, I felt like I was out of place in my journey with mental health to be a part of something like this and share my story and uh, hopefully help people connect, um, you know, uh, advocate for mental health awareness and, uh, try and reduce some stigma, not just around uh, mental illness, uh, but growing up in the Durham region, some of the stigma around Ontario shores as well, right? Yeah, yeah there's definitely, we've been around for 100 years, and we feel like the the tide is finally turning a little bit that people understand a little bit about what we're doing uh, you know, in our location at Whitby and in our offices uh, throughout parts of, uh, of the region. But there, we still have a long way to go. Um, you touched on like stigma and as we were going through your story, you know, in preparation for the campaign and, and you're working with a writer to, to develop the content, it was pretty clear that you, you know, you were the stigma, like in a sense, like in, in the other ways, people looked at you and, and thought, what problems could this guy have? Uh, tell, <laughs> us a, tell us a little bit about, you know, like growing up and discovering kind of, your connection to mental health sure yeah um yeah i like to share my story because i always preface it by saying um you know i'm not a person that really had to fight for a whole lot in life uh life's been pretty good to me um but having said that i've had quite a few mental health struggles of my own that 
um, you may not know just from looking at me or from talking to me. So um, I guess, you know, I grew up playing sports, um, you know, that old adage, uh, boys don't cry, um, that sort of thing. Um, learning, not really learning, but just kind of thinking that you need to sort of hide your emotions and bottle those up and not share um, how you're feeling or if something feels um, quote unquote normal or not normal, I guess. Um, you just kind of keeping that to yourself so that you're, you're, you, people's perception of you isn't uh, something that you don't want it to be. Uh, so it took me a long time to kind of recognize things that I was dealing with and primarily um, anxiety. Um, and it's kind of funny you mention it because um, this past week I was actually camping, um, you know, trying to get a little bit of an escape from work and the daily grind and get out into nature and, and enjoy that and, you know, be the manly man and make a fire and put up a tent and that sort of thing. Um, and getting there, uh, getting out of the car, getting ready to set up, um, start to feel my anxiety again. Uh, and I started to kind of think about what that feeling was and why I was feeling it. And truth is, I don't really know why I was feeling it. There was nothing really wrong. I was on vacation. I was in a nice place. Everything was going smoothly. Um, and the way that it made me feel was um, almost like I needed to be uh, protected or someone to like sort of take care of me and get me through it. And I was like, that's such a weird feeling because, um, you know, I, I'm a fairly independent person. I can take care of myself. Um, and I, it's a familiar situation, nothing new. I don't need someone to kind of show me what to do and those sorts of things. So, um, it kind of reiterated to me why I wanted to be involved in something like this to really help people understand that it, it a can happen to anybody. You can experience these things, um, no matter sort of what you're going through in life. Um, and B, it can kind of hit you at any time. Um, and I, and it was important for me to recognize it. Um, and I was lucky enough to be there with my partner and sort of talk to her about, um, what I was feeling and why I thought I was feeling that way. And, and, um, just by being open and honest about how I was feeling, um, and then taking a bit of time to just maybe go off by myself and go for a little walk, um, and, you know, stop thinking about things for a little bit, really kind of helped me settle down. And after about a half hour, 45 minutes or so got back to feeling like business as usual. Right. So, um, that's a big part of why I want to be involved in the campaign. It was a nice little reminder just before coming on to talk to you that, um, unfortunately I had to kind of experience that again, but, um, you know, talking to you now, I feel great. And, uh, uh, part of that is just that recognition of I was experiencing something. It's okay to experience those things. And it's even better to talk about what you're experiencing so that others recognize it, but also can maybe help you through it. It's, it's similar to people who, have diabetes they have to monitor their blood sugar and sure. why are they feeling a certain way and, and you know analyzing it uh, from that perspective and mental health is um, you know about learning your yourself i guess right and learning how to you know you react to certain situations and what you can do um how has that journey been for you in terms of like understanding yourself and getting to the point where you can feel something coming on you can ask yourself the right questions you can make the right calls to to help yourself what's that experience been like uh it was challenging um you know um, as a teenager i think back and there's probably times when i was experiencing um anxiety for sure and just didn't really recognize what that was and um 
you know, thought it was weird and I hated the feeling, but no way I was going to tell anybody, um, what I was feeling. And it took me a while. And it, honestly, it took me to a point, um, I was in my early twenties where, um, it got so debilitated, like it just, it got so bad that, um, I was having physical symptoms. Right. So, um, I had very bad stomach pains to the point where it was nearly impossible to kind of get up and walk around and, and move normally. Um, weird little physical tics like teeth chattering when it was like 32 degrees in my basement apartment. Um, we got to a point where I was away at school and I had to call home and get picked up by my parents and come home and go to the doctors and, um, you know, talk about the physical symptoms a bit and started talking about some of the mental things I was feeling and, uh, recognized that, um, it was the anxiety that was causing some of these physical things in me because your body's reacting to, uh, something unusual. Right. So it was a way for your body to sort of defend itself. And it took me a while to really recognize that. Um, but now I can recognize that, uh, my stomach's feeling a bit off or my teeth start to chatter. I get a little bit of tightness in my chest and I'm going, okay, uh, you're feeling anxiety. So what helps you with that? And, different days is different things. Maybe it's just going off by myself, uh, for a walk or a run or a little bit of a workout just to kind of clear my head. Or, uh, sometimes it's, it lasts a little bit longer and, um, I need to vocalize kind of how I'm feeling to the people around me. Um, and, and I'm lucky enough to have people around me that know what I need in those moments and can be very supportive, you know, very upbeat and positive or no, uh, let's give Des a little bit of space here so that he can um, uh, kind of deal things himself and, and get myself to a point where I feel better and uh, can function. And um, But what's interesting is it took such a long time to be able to recognize those signs. Um, and um, figure out what I can do to help myself feel better, but also uh, learning that it's okay to talk about it and to let the people around you know what you're feeling. So that if you seem a bit off, um, I try not to get defensive about it. I just try to explain, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm sorry if I seem a bit off or I'm not enjoying myself in the situation or whatever that might be. Um, so that the people around me can understand what I'm feeling and why I'm acting in a certain way. Um, and you know, I'm not looking to them for help or anything, but just for a bit of understanding that I'm going through something right now and I uh, could use your support and, uh, and that support may just be not judging me for the way I'm feeling, right? It's interesting. You talk about your friends and family. You mentioned your partner, like kind of helping you through that uh, experience you were having when you were about to go camping. The For people that, unfortunately, not everybody that has a mental health issue has people around them to support them, but uh, it sounds like you do. Um, it's a real, for it's a real education experience for them as well, right? Like, and not only getting to understand mental illness, but understand you individually. Yeah, it is. It's a, um, it's a learning experience for uh, the people around me, but what was kind of interesting uh, and maybe a bit unique about my journey with mental illness was um, I decided uh, when I finally got that diagnosis, it kind of felt like a validation. Um, and I took that, um, and sort of ran, I don't know, like, I guess you could call it like a social media campaign. So I would do uh, this bi-weekly blog, just talk about how I'm feeling and those sorts of things. And it was really kind of humbling and 
and unique about that experience was uh, you always kind of feel like you're alone. Um, and then I share my story and I'm getting people from different times in my life reaching out and even people that I don't really know, but are friends of friends that have seen what I was posting or something like that, reach out and kind of share their story and let me know what they feel and those sorts of things. And that was, um, it was a very humbling experience. Um, and you know, at the start, I, I kind of felt like, well, what's so special about what I'm feeling, right? Like people, there's people, lots of people in the world that have it way worse than I do. Um, it, but it was kind of nice to have that community and have people reach out to share similar stories to me so that a, I don't feel alone, but B, I also feel like, um, I'm not throwing myself a pity party or something like that. It's, uh, it's something that I'm experiencing and lots of other people are experiencing it too. And, um, it doesn't really matter to what degree you're experiencing it. It's important that you're talking about it and able to get any sort of help and support that you need, which is kind of a cool part about being part of this campaign and supporting a place like Ontario shores is, uh, you're right. A lot of people don't have that support system that I'm incredibly lucky to have. Uh, but a place like Ontario Shores can help provide those types of support systems for people that aren't fortunate enough to have um, one like I do. On the subject of the campaign, uh, which is to the launch in October, run for uh, you know a few months this fall. Here, you know, you have your blog. You're, you know, you have your relationships. Uh, you know, you're you've shared your story with people before. You're going to see you know, on a bit of a larger scale. Uh, as we, as the campaign rolls, rolls along, are you concerned at all that more and more people are going to see your story or that you're going to have to talk about it more? Or is there any fears associated with really being out there in terms of what you've experienced? Uh, That's a really good question because I'm a, believe it or not, I'm kind of an introverted person. Um, So there's always, um, that general sort of anxiety of um, your stories out there in the public and that sort of thing. But uh, I think I'm, I'm fortunate that I've been uh, very open with my story to uh, people that I know and people that I don't know uh, and spoken in a couple of different forums about it. So um, I don't have concerns. I think I'm kind of excited and hope people can see it and recognize that it was a bit of a journey um, for me to go through these things. Like there's a point, when I was going through some of my uh, mental health challenges where um, I didn't really like who I was uh, to be honest and, you know, would do things that um, it just, that I wasn't proud of. Um, and part of my mental health journey was sort of um, helping get myself to become the person that I want to be and uh, am proud to be. And, you know, can look in the mirror and be like, yeah, I like that guy. Um, so I hope, part of this campaign um, people can recognize that I went through a bit of a journey um, and you know, they can kind of connect that to hopefully themselves or someone that they know to recognize that um, you know, sometimes there's some challenges that we go through in life um, and you, you get to a point where maybe you're not the proudest of yourself, but um, you know, by uh, surrounding yourself with, with resources that um, can help you, um, having a little bit of self-awareness and being willing to be a little bit uncomfortable, um, in in those experiences and and learning about yourself, but, um, really putting the work in, you can get yourself to a point where, um, 90% of my days are really good days now. And, uh, I'm quite proud of who I am. And this is part of that journey and, um, something that I'm really excited and proud to be a part of. 
tell us a little bit about where you're at now. I know you, you've had like a lot of people, uh, who experienced mental health issues. You've had to take some detours in terms of education and your career yeah. and obviously relationships about, uh, where are you now and, and where do you uh, hope to go in the future? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, probably the biggest, um, hiccup I had, uh, was when I was really seriously dealing with, um, my anxiety and some of those physical symptoms that we talked about earlier. Um, I was actually in teacher's college, um, you know, looking to, to teach cause I went to school and I got that bachelor of arts degree. And, um, that was sort of the path that I felt destined for. And, um, I got so sick that, um, I had to go home like we talked about and got to a point where I was kind of balancing my options decided it was probably best at that point to sort of cut my losses with teachers college. And, um, that gave me sort of a gap year. Right. So, um, I decided to spend that year, uh, one, trying to find work with a bachelor of arts, which can be challenging sometimes. Um, but also two, focusing on getting myself healthy. Um, and so that took some time to figure out where am I going to go next career wise? Um, and I think everyone, at that point when in your early twenties kind of has that experience where you thought you were on the path to be one thing, but, uh, you get to a point and you're really not sure what you're going to do with the rest of your life. And, um, you know, there's still some days where I think, what am I doing with my life? Um, but I got to a point where I found, um, you know, a postgraduate program that, um, in human resources and that sort of aligned with my background a little bit. Um, and then, you know, part of what led me there too was, um, being open and talking about my mental illness and those sorts of things and wanting to help people, um, in the workplace, um, come to work and enjoy the environment they're in. Uh, because that's something that used to give me anxiety with some of the different work environments that I had experienced in my past. Um, and if I had the, um, sort of support systems that, um, some employers are putting into place nowadays, um, I certainly would have felt better and it would have leveraged some of those resources. Like, um, employee assistance programs and those sorts of things where um, you have access to counseling or different types of resources to help you deal with, with these types of things. So um, that was part of it. And then ended up kind of going through school and building that confidence back in myself and, uh, and getting myself healthy and being able to kind of um, be around friends and family that I was familiar with uh, was certainly very beneficial there. Um, ended up getting work out of my program and, um, through that, I've been able to share my mental health story while also doing my sort of day-to-day -day job and helping um, just kind of share what my story is. Uh, again, really focusing on um, that it can really happen to anybody and it's okay and um, really kind of trying to challenge and push um, men to be a bit more open with their feelings and uh, not be afraid to talk about some of the emotions that they're feeling or anything that feels a bit off, um, trying not to bottle those things up. Um, but make sure that we're talking about those things. Um, and some of that involvement too, I, uh, have done through the Movember campaign every year. So, um, that's sort of a forum that I used to a have a little bit of fun and grow a funny mustache because it looks a bit weird, but also, um, you know, get people talking cause I get enough questions about it and it, it, it's a conversation starter for me to say, well, it's part of it's for my mental health journey. So, um, right now I'm at a point where most of my days are great days. Uh, once in a while I'll, get a little bit of a trigger. COVID certainly made it um, a bit interesting. Um, so I think what really was a challenge there was sort of the suddenness of um, all of a sudden we're in lockdown. Um, what's work going to look like? What's day-to-day -day life going to look like? Um, and, you know, 
some of the challenges around that. The weather getting better and nicer was good so we could get outside and, and enjoy that. But being pulled up in the house um, was a little bit of a challenge, but um, did a couple things, got myself eating healthier, got myself working out um, and enjoying the things that I enjoy in life um, in a safe way uh, sort of really helped to make most of my days really good days. Um, and now looking to the future, uh, I'm excited to be a part of a campaign like this. And um, I'm really starting to seriously think about mental health advocacy as um, something that I want to have more involvement in um, and try and help more people or more organizations like Ontario Shores uh, get the support that they need. Um, and yeah, I hope that most of my days keep being good ones, but recognize that it's okay to have some bad ones once in a while and uh, leverage the resources around me that I'm lucky enough to have to, to get through those tougher days. Well, we're, we're thankful that you emailed us in response to the campaign. It's been great to get to know you and uh, thank you for sharing your story today and through the campaign and uh, we'll be doing lots of work in the future. So uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Appreciate it.